Lana. Is that how you pronounce it? Lana, right? Lana. Lana. Okay. Um, yeah. We have Lana on the podcast. Um, we're super excited to have her on. She is a Reiki master and teacher, correct? Um, and mm-hmm. life coach. So we've been wanting to have somebody who um, is a Reiki expert on because we don't know much about it. So we're I've really glad. Been, sorry, I've also been hearing that word a lot lately. And I don't really know exactly what the practice is. And I'm very interested to know what it is all about. And your Instagram seems very interesting. We're not going to get too much into it because we know we have questions for you. Oops, excuse me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, can you just let us know like how you started your story? What led you to become um, a Reiki master and teacher, like what called you to do this? Yeah, specific, specifically Reiki or everything just like in coaching, general, like coaching, just like yeah. yeah, how you're starting your your journey. Yeah, so I used to. I started out as a personal trainer. Okay. Um, this is years ago. Um, probably when did I start? I'm gonna say seven years ago, probably, and um, that was great. Didn't totally love it, but what I did love was that when you're a personal trainer, depending on like how you connect with people and how well you connect, they really trust you to open up about their life. Mm. So I would find that my clients were like asking me advice about their life. And I was like, and then I would see change in their life outside of the gym. And I was like, I kind of like that more <laughs> than <laughs> the actual gym. Right. So I, I like the term life coaching was going around. Um, and I was like, I'm going to look into this a little bit more. And I did, I got certified and I just, yeah, I just loved it. I just love it. I love, because I, I honestly believe that everyone is capable of achieving whatever it is that they want. And I believe that everyone's worthy of feeling self-love, self-worth, mm-hmm. right? Because there's a lot of people that don't. And it, that's, that's heartbreaking to me. So they always say like, if you know, to figure out your passion, like figure out something you would want to change in the world, mm-hmm. right? If it was like a perfect world, what would it look like? And for me, it'd be full of love and like people who feel deserving. So um, so I got into life coaching first, then I became a meditation teacher. Um, and I think that's what led me to Reiki was that the more I meditated, the more that I could feel the energy in my body more, like I could feel like tingling or like, um, I remember when I was doing my Reiki meditation, uh, sorry, my meditation teacher certification, when I was meditating, I was feeling myself kind of like moving while I was meditating so I had asked that question in the class and there was a Reiki master on in the class as well and she was like I just want to tell you to like pay attention to that and I was like oh okay but she didn't say too much and I was like okay that's so interesting so for me it was like okay it's something energetic right Mm -hmm. and so this word Reiki just like kept staying in my head I was like okay there's something calling me towards it and like I would meet people who also did Reiki and it's not like a super common thing Mm -hmm. right? right so um, so then, um, I had my first session with my Reiki teacher and it was a distance session and it was just so powerful. Um, and I just knew that I had to do it. I just knew how helpful it was. And mm-hmm. I just was like, I feel so called to this. Um, so yeah, I, I just did it. And like, so why I do what I do in general, cause everything that I do, because I have lots of certifications, um, <laughs> is it, it, in the realm of like helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, because I like have had my own life difficulties and I honestly did, I did a lot of it alone. Mm-hmm. And um, I hate for anyone to like have to go through struggles alone. Like there is support. Right. And if I could be that person to kind of support them on their journey, then um Oh, it just gives me life. Like oh, it just makes that. me smile every day. Yeah. I yeah. Um, I want to touch on two things. Firstly, you said something that kind of brought me to 
this thing i guess that happened the other day to me you said something about like how you felt like tingly when you used to or when you meditated um mm -hmm. and that's like what got you wondering and again like i mentioned we we wanted to have you on because we don't know much about reiki and we've tapped into a lot of like things along our spiritual journey meditation manifestation journaling all these things but not reiki and it's weird that you said that tingling thing because literally the other day i was meditating and i was doing something with my hands i don't even know they were like cramping up or something i don't know and i felt like tingles in them like as if like my energy was going out it was super weird Ooh. so i started like looking yeah. it up and it was it was just saying a bunch of i don't know a bunch of things about my chakras and all of this and it was really like hard to conceptualize and understand but i have a feeling it has something to do with a lot of what you know so i want to ask you if that's if that's like under your realm of knowing like what was that this like energy that was coming out of me do you well you're very yeah you're obviously very intuitive but you felt that it was energy exiting mm -hmm. um, because even when you're doing, you can move energy without Reiki. Um, so when you're meditating, for example, you can move um, unhealthy energy out of your body. So even mm -hmm. when I do Reiki sessions, a lot of people will feel it in their hands or their mm -hmm. feet. Okay. So the energy like exits out of those places. So that's really amazing that you were so in touch with your body and intuitively knew like, okay, something's like flowing out of me so that's amazing yeah. it was super super weird mm -hmm. to say no just for me when i meditate um i don't know if this is relevant i can't feel anything <laughs> maybe i'm not intuitive in my body but i just feel like i'm i like try to feel things but i can't mm -hmm. so maybe reiki would help, yeah. help with that if i feel like i'm kind of stagnant in my meditation or i'm not allowing my body to like really be present in it i don't know if that's nervousness or like anxiety when i'm like still in a still moment um yeah that so that could, it could be that i think that like even that's intuitive right like mm, if you do have anxiety that. and just knowing that that's what it could be because when we have anxiety we're so much in our heads and out of our bodies right, right. so we're not we're kind of like disconnected from from our physical body um but right. i think reiki would definitely help with that okay and like i i don't like you probably are very connected with your body in different ways like when you feel certain emotions you probably feel them in different places right mm, like sure. if you're you know you're heartbroken you feel it in your heart if you're mm, get yeah. a gut feeling it's in your gut right that's so true. like it's just maybe in meditation that's a little bit challenging but like part of meditation i would say is just like allow just allow like don't strive in meditation to like mm have a goal it's yeah. just like just meditate and like whatever happens happens you know so, yeah just to clarify you're saying reiki is like the movement of energy if you're putting like a definition to it right I, I was gonna say that for those who don't exactly know i still even don't know exactly what it is so can you just like a yeah. brief like summary slash explanation yeah sure so reiki means um in japanese spiritually wise energy you probably heard the word like chi so mm -hmm. it's like energy it's the same ki yeah. chi there's different um, words for it in different languages, but it's spiritually wise energy um, that helps to move unhealthy energy or byoki in Japanese um, out of the body. So okay. everything is energy. So I, I like to describe it as in like emotions are energy. And that's why a lot of people come to Reiki because there's they're like, there's stuff that there's, it's hard to let go of. Mm -hmm. They're feeling angry. They're feeling down. They're feeling anxious. So that's all energy that's like in your body that just wants to like get out. Right. But the problem is a lot of people don't know how to move this energy. Um, and so Reiki is really just, I, I call it like a quick fix for me. Like I have, mm -hmm. I have personally done Reiki, like had my teacher do it to me when I've been in like SOS situations. Mm -hmm. Like I'm oh. freaking out or I'm like, yeah. And it's like, I just need to process this, right? It just helps us to move the energy. So it's, it's a touch healing as well, right? So we start at the head and we move all the way down the body. 
um, touching on like the main seven chakras, but then also other places as well. Um, yeah, and that's the, I guess, it just helps you to feel aligned, helps you to feel balanced, helps you to feel lighter. Like everyone who gets off the table is just like, I feel so much lighter. Like I just feel, yeah. <laughs> so you're actually physically touching the person. Are you like, I thought it was like more hand movements, like pulling. Yeah. It's actually touching. It's just, yeah, it's just touch. So you can choose. I ask clients if they're comfortable with touch because you just everyone mm-hmm. has their right, own situation. Right. So right. I always ask for consent first. Um, but most people like the touch, like when they're in person mm-hmm. um, and, and like the connection. However, um, and I don't move my hands. Sometimes I feel called like intuitively to like move my hands, mm-hmm. but it's not part of the traditional Reiki. Got it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but there's distance Reiki too, right? Like I have clients all over the world. So sometimes wow. we don't even have to be touching. We're just connected that way. So yeah right, energy amazing yeah um, yeah so i know that it reiki also has a lot to do with like like you said like kind of aligning chakras and things like that and that there's seven main chakras and mm-hmm. um like i came across something that i read the other day and it said something about how if you aren't feeling like you can use your voice or something like you're having trouble like expressing your feelings this could mean that your throat chakra mm-hmm. i think is is blocked um so i want to like know like what are some examples if you can share i know you obviously don't want to disclose things about your clients but like maybe things that you can share of people who've come to you with like blocked chakras and what that can feel like or like be a signal of you know like a blocked Mm -hmm. root chakra or something like that yeah we could could go through them all quickly if you want like of all seven (laughs) oh yeah oh my god i'm so happy to do this this is like my favorite subject ever okay good i was like i don't know if she's gonna want to go through all seven but we're down so oh yeah i do (laughs) you'll have to stop me okay Okay. so um okay so we'll start at the crown chakra which is the top of the head this energy center actually faces up um towards the heavens towards the universe so this is our spiritual chakra um it connects us with the divine but it's also the oneness chakra so it connects us with everyone and everything and we just feel very connected we can feel connected to plants to animals to people to all of the elements um so when this is blocked people can feel really lonely like they just feel that disconnect Mm -hmm. they might question if there's like a higher power or a god or just like yeah which could make imagine would be really lonely for some people like not having that support because that's a huge support for a lot of people right? right um what else um yeah so i would say that's the main one like loneliness and just feeling like lack of spirituality or like faith um, the third eye is the next one. So it just sits right here, like between the eyebrows, just a little bit above. Right. Um, and this one, when it's blocked, people are overthinking. There can be, um, anxiety there, a lack of trust. Mm. Um, people think it's just intuition, but it's, mm. it's really about like trusting yourself and trusting okay. that life is happening for your highest good. Okay. Um, when it's open, you'll just feel so intuitive. Like you just have a deep knowing about things um so the next one is the throat like which you just perfectly described Mm -hmm. that it's difficult to communicate um especially authentically Mm. um and so all of these energy centers are like connected to the physical body as well so what's very interesting about the throat chakra is that uh, most women that come into sessions um their throat chakra is either blocked or has stuck energy in it um and that doesn't surprise me because it's like women are usually tell, told to like keep the peace or like mm-hmm. don't make a big deal or like, you know, they want to be like the quiet. Yeah. Like culturally, that's a huge thing. Right. right. Um, but then um, it's actually proven um, medically that women have more thyroid issues than men. Mm-hmm. 
So it's not surprising that like, because there's that stuck energy, it causes the illness, right? So it's an interesting fact. Um, But yeah, so going down to the heart chakra, um, that is, if someone's not able to let go of something, um, if they're in a lot of pain, like a heartbreak or a loss, right? Grief. Um, What else? When there's a lack of self-compassion or compassion for others, when they judge themselves a lot or judge others a lot, um, that can be a blocked heart chakra. Um, so yeah, so moving down, you have the solar plexus, which just sits underneath your, um, underneath your heart. So the top of your stomach, this is like our confidence, our self-worth, our personal power. Mm. Um, when this is blocked, there's a lot of ego involved. Um, and then obviously a lack of Mm self-worth or not feeling enough, Mm -hmm. feeling like how someone treats us is like, because we're not good enough, but really it has nothing to do with us at all. (laughs) Um, interesting. Okay, I kind of want to say, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, please do. We spoke about this kind of with one of our guests on our last podcast. They were talking about like the mental or like just insecurities we have. And I was talking about how I have like this fear of like failure and like not being able to succeed. And I was as I was reading through some of your posts, you talked a lot about um, self-worth and now that you say that, it's super weird because you also said that it links with your physical body. But I have prop like actual problems breathing from my like diaphragm, which is, I guess, where the solar plexus is. Like I physically yeah. cannot unless I lie down on my back and really try. So I'm starting to realize that that blockage there physically of me not being able to breathe is linked to that feel of like failure yeah. and not being good enough. I'm wondering like what, what you think? Like, do you think that's accurate? A hundred percent. I literally had a client with the same thing yesterday. That's so He weird. said he couldn't breathe into that space. It was so difficult for him. Wow. That's sorry. Just, um, sorry. Yeah. Remember when <laughs> We're I like had, getting way too excited. Remember when I had, I, um, dysphagia yeah so i have um i go to my spiritual healer myself and she tells me that i have trouble with my throat chakra like it's always blocked Mm -hmm. or clogged or like i can't get my thoughts out or Mm -hmm. i leak myself a lot like i always hold my breath or hold my words in because i'm scared what like others will say Mm -hmm. and while that was happening i got i guess diagnosed with dysphagia which is like when your throat is literally tight like it you can't wow and I remember, wow. I remember i couldn't swallow i would like choke on my food i like couldn't talk sometimes so i think that's wow yeah, that's 100 super interesting what you're saying like i'm honestly like realizing that the physical really links with all of yeah. this yeah that's crazy yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah sorry. <laughs> that's okay but i was gonna say like you can do this going forward like whenever you're feeling something weird in your body just go and like research like what chakra sits there and like mm-hmm. what could that mean yeah. and i love that you you that. know you have yeah oh the, your body is so smart like your body knows everything before we know anything yeah, so right. it's always good to like keep interviewing your body that's what i always say right um but i love like as you talked about what you you know the condition you had with your throat like i kind of smile because so i'm like i love that you're doing a podcast because this is so good for your throat chakra oh, like you're true. speaking you know what like before we've done this i would have never i said to her like i would never say like my opinions and stuff like to people who are listening but a- yeah. as we've been doing it it's just come naturally and i think it really actually did help i've never had dysphagia again that. so i mean <laughs> that's good that's beautiful <laughs> i love that i love that yeah so and there's so many tools that we can you know and we can talk about that later if you guys want like yeah, little yeah, tools sure. to work on each area yeah. or we could talk off too like if you want to talk about your own personal things like yeah, i'm yeah. more than happy to share <laughs> no some, some stuff with you Sounds um good. but yeah so um so yeah that's the solar plexus there's anger there too um so then down to the sacral chakra which is just underneath the belly button um when that is blocked there's a lot of shame 
Mm-hmm. Um, you can have difficulty expressing yourself in the physical world, like just showing up as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, if there's sexual trauma, sometimes that can cause a block mm-hmm. a lot of the time or someone like what I really noticed.
to another thing that we wanted to touch on is like mm-hmm. 